Welcome to Estrepreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurs doing business and life God's way. Each week, we discuss biblical and practical tips to improve your mind, business, spirit, and finances. Listen along as I speak with special guests on how to thrive in all aspects of life. Hi, I'm Edna, a certified John Maxwell executive coach and trainer and founder of Favor and Wealth, where we help the good guys win. So tune in as we bring on the life. Well, hello, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. It's such a beautiful time together today because I know you guys are going to be inspired, blessed, and challenged. You know, that's what this podcast is all about. I like to um, bring individuals who not only has a proven track record and have produced amazing things for the kingdom of God and in the marketplace, but also have the heart of the father. And this gentleman who I'm going to bring um, on board here shortly is he is a gentleman that I actually am part of a group of. He has a Facebook group and it's for Christian entrepreneurs building a business with purpose. And um, that's what his business is all about. And um, that's how I was able to connect with him. And um, I, you know, when I, when the Lord told me to start a podcast and I was like, okay, God, you're going to give me the guests. He, and I already had some, you know, um, guests lined up and there was a few more spots than he said posted on that group. And um, that's where I was able to connect with Sean. And so I'm such um, I'm so grateful, Sean, for having that, um, for you having that platform so I can reach out to other kingdom entrepreneurs who's doing amazing work. And um, so without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce Sean Quintero or Sean Q, because I always butcher his last name, <laughs> Sean Q. And um, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and also what you do, what you specialize in. And, um, you know, he is a sales coach, a high paying sales coach, high paying client sales coach. So um, let's go ahead and let him do his um his, his niche and talk about his niche and then we could go from there. So Sean. Hey, Edna, thank you so much for letting me be part of, be a part of the podcast. And I'm so glad you get to be a part of our community because you just make it like 10 times better. So I cannot wait to continue watching you grow and serving the people in that community. Uh, for everybody who's watching, I'm Sean Q. I have been married for about four years. I'm about to celebrate my four year anniversary in a couple of weeks. And I've known my wife since for about 19 years. I've known her since I was 12 years old. Uh, And the way I got to know my wife was because, you know, it was incredible. It's always incredible to hear people like Edna say, you know, Sean does this and Sean does that. But the truth is it wasn't always that way. In high school and in middle school and even in elementary school, I was bullied a lot. And I struggled with a lot of depression and anxiety and nerves. I had a lot of nerves. And I, I thought nobody... Nobody likes me because everybody bullies me. And I had a really tough childhood growing up. So I ended up going to church where I got pastoral counseling. And I went to my pastor and I said, uh, you know, I shared everything. Um, I had a suicide note that I shared with him. And he essentially told me, I'm going to surround you with people who love you. And so he got me connected to the youth group at that time. And I started greeting like at the front door um, as a volunteer. And the first person I greeted was this, uh, you know, 12, 13 year old girl, uh, me being 12 and 13. And I I ended up getting married to her (laughs) 10, 11 years later. And so what God 
what 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 the enemy and what myself thought was only pain led to purpose and that's what we really focus on within our community which is christian entrepreneurs building your business with purpose because so many people build business because they want freedom they they, they believe freedom uh business is the source of freedom they want money they believe business is their provider and Money is great. For having freedom in your schedule is awesome. Uh, being able to travel at a moment's notice is great. But I know that my profit, I know that my, my provider, I know that my freedom comes from one place, and that's Christ. Yes. And so does my purpose. And so I want to build, and I know several other people, hundreds, thousands of people in this community want to build business, not just for profit, although that's good, but for purpose. They want to create impact in the world. They want to change people's lives. And that's why I coach. That's why I help people land high ticket clients because so many people right now are struggling to land $100 clients, $200 clients, $500 clients because of the money relationship, the toxic relationship they have with money because they've been taught, maybe even in church, money is evil. Right. When the reality is Preach. money only becomes evil when it becomes our provider, when we put our trust in it. But when we have trust in God, God's going to provide what we need to do his will. And money just becomes the tool at that point. And so I help people overcome that toxic relationship they have with money so they can land higher ticket clients and be able to do work they love. My very first client paid me $10 a month for three months worth of coaching. And she paid in full. <laughs> 30 bucks. I hope so. 30 bucks. I was so happy. But then immediately after she hung up, I regretted giving her such a big discount. But I did it because I was so scared of hearing no. I was so scared of rejection. I was so scared of being seen as someone who's all about the money. And so I charged so low, but later regretted it. And it was at that moment that I realized I would rather hear no for a price I feel good about than hear a yes for a price I'll later regret. That's right. And what I realized was the more I charged, the more confidence I had and the more confidence my clients had in the transformation that I was able to provide them through coaching or consulting or uh, whether you're a freelancer service provider, um, I have a marketing agency as well. So no matter how you're serving someone, your price is going to communicate your confidence and we help people overcome the, the toxic relationship they have with money so they can charge a higher price. Yeah, I love that. And, and Sean, and I was like, I was telling him um, prior to the pot, the actual recording of our podcast right now is like, I was looking at one of his um, videos on his website and he was talking about how he really, he knew he had to go to this conference and it would cost $5,000 to go and how he did it. Can you just share a little bit, you know, briefly that story and how that catapulted you um, into entrepreneurship? Yeah, you know, a lot of people think they have to build business by themselves. Uh, they, they, they have a hard time asking for help, and that was me. Um, I thought, I got this. I'll just read the books. I'll listen to the podcast, um, but I'll do it all on my own. And I remember God spoke to me, and he said, no, no, I've never called you to do life alone. Uh, you, you were never called to do life alone, whether that's in business, in life, in ministry, yes. whatever it is. Yes. I believe God always starts with a minister, but he always ends with a ministry. Yeah. He starts with a leader, but he ends with a team. Yeah. And so I knew I needed to be around people who knew a whole lot more than I did about business. Because look, I, I, had a, I had a ministry job. I was working full-time in ministry, which meant I didn't get paid very well. <laughs> I was barely making minimum wage. And I knew I needed to be around the people who knew more than I did. So I went and I looked for an, a, a business conference and I searched online 
And I found one that was perfect for me. I mean, it said startup, it described exactly where I was and how it would help me. So I went to go buy a ticket. And like you said, Edna, the, the lowest ticket, not like the <laughs> platinum, the lowest ticket was $5,000. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, I like, there's no way I can do this. <laughs> but I remember God spoke to me and he said, you may not have the resources, but you can be resourceful. That's right. And I said, oh, okay. So I went and I scoured their website and I found like a random support at email and I emailed them and I said, Hey, I can't afford the ticket, but if you guys are accepting volunteers, I'll move tables. I'll, I'll help with registration. I'll, I'll greet, I'll shake hands. I'll, I'll do whatever you need me to do. And so they emailed me back and they said, okay, Sean, yeah, come on down. We'll have you volunteer. So I went and I, I went to go get directions and I didn't realize the conference was actually eight hours away from where I lived. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't afford a plane ticket because again, I didn't have the resources, but I decided I'm going to be resourceful and God empowered me to be resourceful. So I went to go speak to my parents at that time. I was about 18, 19. And I said, you know, please take me. <laughs> let's drive. And my stepdad at the time said, absolutely, let's do it. I want to support your dream. And so we drove eight hours. We rented a really bad motel. I mean, I can remember the smell to this day <laughs> of that room. It was, it was just not good. <laughs> so I go, I volunteer. And like I said, I was working in full-time ministry at the time as a media director. So it was a really big church and we would do like the cameras and the testimonial videos and announcement videos and like the, the, the PowerPoints on the screen. So I knew production. Their technical director, their production director for the conference ended up getting sick the day before the event. And they messaged me and they said, hey, you mentioned in an email that you have some production experience. Do you think you can step into this role? And I did. And it was easy for me because I had done it forever, but they didn't, they were so wowed that I was the right person with the right skill set at the right time that they called me a week later and they said, Sean, that was incredible. You literally saved the show. Mm. can we pay you $10,000 for our next show for a weekend's worth of work? We'll put you in a beautiful hotel. We'll fly you first class. How does that sound? Now for me making minimum wage, let me tell you, like <laughs> I was a yes at $10,000, <laughs> but heck yeah. Like they could have paid me $1,000 and I would have been the yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I ended up going to that event, working the event, and I ended up working that event and another event and another event. And I start working these events um, where I get this opportunity to not help with registration, but I'm backstage meeting people like Michael Hyatt and Gary Vee and Damon John from Shark Tank and, and, and like all these incredible influencers in the business world. And I remember thinking, wow, this is like God, God moved me from, from the back of the room to backstage. And it was simply ah, because I was so obedient good. I didn't have the resources, but I knew God would empower me to be resourceful and to find a way that his grace would open the door to make it happen. Um, mm -hmm. And so that ended up leading me to building our marketing agency, which is a six-figure business, and working with some incredible people. Um, all because I said, okay, God, what do you want? Where do you want yeah. me to go? I'm done trying to figure it out by myself. That's I don't have the resources, but I know you're going to open the door. That's huge. And it's funny how like God will, if you obey what his instruction, he will literally hand it over to you, sets yeah. you up beyond your wildest imagination. And yeah. without you doing the work, meaning like you just have to show up and follow his instructions. I mean, you still have to do some work. Let me take that back. But the things that only 
that things that happen in your life is only something that God can do. And you can't even explain it to people asking, how in the world did you land that deal? How in the world? I'm like, I have no idea when God puts you in, in that position. And all you say is God did it. And it sounds so religious, but yeah. that's really the answer. I have no clue. I just obeyed and he told me to prepare and I did it. And now I'm here. So I love yeah. that. So uh, that's amazing, Sean. Tell us how, you know, I know you talked about church. So talk about how you came to know Jesus. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, when you receive the, you know, the Jesus prayer, you know, did Jesus and because you don't want to go to hell type of thing. I'm talking about like the time when you realize that I want to follow Jesus full on. Um, talk to us about that journey. What made you say yes to Jesus all the way, not just to, uh, again, to just really have an intimate relationship with him and have him actually be Lord over your life? Yeah. Well, like I mentioned earlier, I had a really tough childhood. I was bullied a lot in, um, in, in, in school. Um, and not just like name calling, although that was a big part of it. I was like, I was beaten. I was, I was beat by, by these kids. And, um, I, I was, I, I grew up in a childhood, um, where my parents fought all the time mm -hmm. and my dad was physically very abusive and very verbally abusive. And when they got divorced, I thought, I, I never want to be like that. I never want to be like that. And he was really good at wearing masks. So he would go to church and he'd be like, hey, brother, how you doing? Good in the faith. Hallelujah. And then at home, he'd, he'd beat us. And I thought, well, all men are like that. I remember thinking, the, I wonder if the pastor beats his kids after church too. Wow. And yeah. that was my representation of what masculinity is and what manhood is and what, man of, what, what it means to be a man of God. And so I kind of gave up on God. And I said, if, if that's what God is, I want nothing to do with him. Although I would still go to church because my parents went to church. Um, even after they got divorced, my mom still took us to church. Yeah. And she got remarried to my stepdad, who's an incredible man now. Um, and it's been incredible, incredibly loving and encouraging and supportive. They went to church, but I gave up on him. Yeah. And I decided, you know what? If God will send me to hell, I might as well live it up now. I'm going to do everything wrong and just do, <laughs> do everything and anything I can because I'm going to hell anyway. So why not? Yeah. And I remember just falling deeper and deeper into depression and despair. I mean, I remember being in ninth grade French class where I had, I had a blade to my wrist and I thought if I just cut deeper, I can end it all right now. Because if my life is just going to be filled with pain, mm. why even keep living? And I remember going to a youth camp and it was my senior year. And I remember everyone, if you've ever gone to like a youth retreat or in any type of like camp experience with, with a church, um, this one, it was just incredibly powerful. Uh, yeah. the, all the kids were crying. Worship was powerful. The messages were like on fire. And I remember being in the back, arms crossed, thinking that's great for them, but I don't want it. Mm -hmm. And I remember having my arms crossed and I remember God speaking to me for the first time in my entire life. And he said, Sean, are you done fighting me? Because I've been here waiting with arms open wide just to love you. And just to show you how much I will relentlessly pursue you for the rest of your life. And he, I remember he told me, enough blood has been shed by my son. You don't have to shed your blood anymore. Good. Enough pain has been felt by my son. So good. Father, like you've never experienced before. Not like your dad, not like your biological dad. 
but like somebody who's going to love you, who's going to encourage you, who's going to push you forward into purpose. And so it was at that moment that I remember weeping and crying. And I'm, I'm like an ugly crier. So it, it wasn't like those beautiful tear moments like in the movie. It was like snot and just ugly crying. It was just bad. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have had such a bad um, m- misunderstanding of who God is because of the parents, um, m- my childhood that I had with specifically with my dad. And it was at that moment that I said, I want to relearn who God is right now. And I spent maybe a year or two just relearning. Who are you, God? Who do you want to be in my life? What do you, ha- what do you have for me? What have you called me to do with my life? Um, and it was at that moment that I said, okay, I'm giving you everything. I'm going to throw my depression, my anxiety at the cross, but I'm also going to throw my ambition and my dreams. Because yeah. he doesn't just want the broken parts. He wants everything. So I said, here's everything. And it was at that moment that literally everything changed for my life. Wow. I love that. I love that. And I, I love how what Jesus does is he meets you exactly where you are, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, people hear that all the time, but for those who have experienced it, where you literally, like you can't move, like you're just there. And then when Jesus comes to you and, um, and I remember this um, dream I had where um, it was um, Jesus carrying a, a, a lamb that was really wounded and very bruised mm. up and bleeding and around it was surrounded by wolves. I mean, black wolves like all around. And I remember though, as I was looking at it, the Lord told me that's you like mm. me, and that like, he's carrying me. I've been through a lot of challenges and trials and tribulations in life. And I want to, and I was trying to fight these wolves and Jesus was carrying me as the lamb and says, stop stop fighting. I got you. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember I was just like, still trying to fight, you know, like as a lamb, like I was, I know it sounds weird guys, but literally I was like the lamb trying to fight. And like, finally, I just gave up and rested. And in my dream, I saw him take his um, staff. He went around this and all the wolves just died like this. Wow. Wow. And I, and the Lord was, it was just a great reminder to me that you need to truly rest in his arms and when you know when sometimes you know the church always says yeah battle fight 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 in heavenly places and so forth but there are times and seasons where you just need to rest and just know that god has you and when you do that when you surrender your hurts your pains everything that may be consuming you your mind everything like just things that just just tearing you down let jesus do the work it's the easiest thing to do it's actually a lot easier his burden is light and his yoke is easy if we trade it for his everything will you know be um smooth again and it'll be just kind of take you from where you are to where he wants you to go which then let's comes back to you and your business um you've been in business for six years right sean yep six years um so tell us your why. Why do you do what you do? Has it, I'm assuming it has a lot to do with your experience, but if you could sum it up, what is your why? Yeah, so the reason we help our clients, specifically coaches, consultants, or service providers, freelancers, land high ticket clients is because we've seen how difficult it is for people to overcome that toxic relationship with money. Like we were talking at the beginning. Yeah. Um, we, we actually, I like making decisions based off of data 
But I also take that data to God and I ask God, how should you help me interpret this market research? How should you help me interpret this data? And so what we did was um, I started this Facebook group, Christian Entrepreneurs Building Your Business with Purpose. And I interviewed like hundreds of people. Um, We surveyed hundreds of people and we just gathered data on what's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest struggle? If you could have one thing solved right now that would make life so much easier, what would that be? And the number one thing that came up sales, getting clients, landing a new client, sales, how to sell my stuff, sales. And so I decided to go all in on the need that existed in the community. And what a lot of people do is instead of making a decision based off of that kind of data, they make kind of this decision based off of a gut feeling like, Mm -hmm. oh, I think this would be good. Or, oh, you know, I'd buy that. So maybe I should do that. And what happens is you make a decision based off of you not based off of the people who would buy it from you. Mm -hmm. And so we made a decision. We said, okay, we got all this stuff. God, is this what you want us to do? The data matched the will uh, and we began to pursue it. And so I dived deep into sales. I learned um, everything I could from sales and we began to develop new techniques and new ways to sell that aligned with our biblical faith of, and and, and our biblical principles of integrity and honor Mm -hmm. and respect and so end of service leadership, servant leadership, as opposed yeah. to pushy or aggressive or manipulative stuff. Yeah. And so we decided to find the very best stuff and serve people and help them land clients. And so if you could land, I mean, if you could land one $5,000 client, for most people, that's their full-time, full-time income, $60,000 right. a year. Um, that's, that's middle class, at least in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So just one client can allow them the freedom of quitting their job. Now, yeah. freedom comes from Christ. Opportunities mm-hmm. come from Christ. Everything comes from Christ. Sure. And when we are able to confidently stand in the marketplace as ambassadors and be able to have the money talk or the mm-hmm. hard talk with clients, everything just begins to line up. So we help people land those high ticket clients so they can do everything else. And for me, I live, a, I, we, are, we are actively pursuing something called a 90-10 lifestyle where we're able to li- make so much money, mm-hmm. we can live off of 10% of it right. and give 90% away. Yeah, um, my biggest joys are writing checks to churches and organizations and nonprofits. Uh, the, the, the greatest joys in my life have been the moments where I've been able to pay someone's rent or pay yeah. someone's bills or, or get somebody a car because that's the thing they need to move forward um, or help somebody with college tuition or whatever it is. So we make money so we can give money. And that has been the, the primary motivation for a lot of our clients as well, is how can I make a lot of money? Because honestly, I just want to give. I want to be a part of a yeah. solution that's, that's in the world. We have several people who give to preventing sex slavery and, and human trafficking. We give we have several clients who give to, to, to um, uh, the world hunger causes. We have several people who give to the water shortages um, that are taking place in poverty-stricken countries. And so that's what lights me up. And that's what gives me so much joy in empowering other people to do. And ultimately, I believe that's what entrepreneurs are supposed to do, is you're supposed to be vessels, right? And, and actually make the world a better place through your, your gifting. Because a lot of times what you'll find, especially, and, and not just in the world, even in the Christian, in the church, you know, they're all focused on themselves and building a legacy for themselves and their kids. And they forget that they've got put you in that particular community or that area or that area of influence because he wants you to contribute. 
and be the light in the darkness, the city on the hill, the salt of the earth, and truly make a difference. Because that's when really, that's when things are going to start changing. When you have the mentality that it's not about you, right? It's not about, you know, your status and how good you look in front of people and, and so forth. Um, but if it's, if you, if you look at it as you're using your gifts and talents also so that you could serve others in whatever capacity you can, that's when things are going to start, um, kind of like a domino effect. That's when things started changing and help. And I love that you do that with your clients. Um, so can you tell me about, you know, you know, we talk about a lot of your successes, but what is like the, what would you say in your, in your journey of entrepreneurship? Like, what would you say the biggest challenge you had and how did you overcome it? Because I know we all have them. So what is yours? Yeah. So, you know, what's ironic is we teach sales because that has been my biggest challenge is having the money. <laughs> Love it. Like I said before, I, my first client paid me $10 because I was so scared of the rejection. I was so yeah. scared of it. And I didn't know how to build emotional resilience. I didn't know how to bring up money. So I would hope that the other person would bring up the money and be like, <laughs> around the price I wanted to sell it. Um, and then I didn't know how to answer questions or objections where people asked for discounts or, you know, where people had a question about my offer. So I'd become really passive and I'd be, Oh yeah, whatever your budget is, like I'll, I'll work with that, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so that really became one of the biggest challenges that we faced. And I discovered that it's in our weakness that he is made famous, right? He, he gets the glory because if, if it's all about me, you're going to, you're not going to get very good training because <laughs> I'm just, I'm not great at what I do when it's connected to what God is doing, then everything becomes possible. So and so I dive deep into the whole sales process because it was my greatest weakness. And I knew if I overcame that, then that would help us move the business forward. There's a lot of people who are right now focusing on like building funnels and, and um, you know, creating content and writing blogs and going live and they do everything they can to find new clients. And what they don't understand is all oh, that's great, right? We, we post content, we have funnels, mm -hmm. but the foundational principle of all things sales is in one word, conversations. Mm -hmm. The more conversations you can have with people, the more you can have conversations that are serving people, the more conversations you can have with potential clients where they never forget that conversation with you for the rest of their life because it was that transformational, mm -hmm. the more likely you are to land a client. So what we do now is we teach people how to live in conversation, how to go have an incredible conversation with mm -hmm. someone, serve them powerfully, and then ask them, would you like to continue? For yeah. coaching, it really is just mm -hmm. giving them an experience of coaching and then asking, want to keep going? That's the sales process. Yes. Now it, it gets a little more um, comprehensive, but that's essentially what it is. If you're a freelancer, if you are a consultant and you're bringing your expertise into a problem that people are having and you know how to solve it, help them gain clarity in your conversations mm -hmm. and have them have moments of breakthrough where they're like, oh my gosh, Edna, that was incredible. Thank you for sharing that. That changed yeah. my life. It's at that point that you can say, awesome. Would you like help with that? Would you like to continue? And then you can have that conversation that leads to the money talk, but yeah. live in conversation. And that's what we discovered. That's what I discovered because I'm an introvert. Believe it or not, I can be on stage speaking in front of, you know, thousands of people, but right after I'm like, okay, leave me alone. I need to like recharge. I need to re-energize. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So as an introvert, I love having deep conversations and recognizing that 
that's a part of the process yeah. really lights me up. Yeah, you know, and you know, actually, I've had this conversation before where, um, you know, I, for me, you know, Jesus is the biggest salesperson. When I say this, he transformed the world with his message and people bought into him, if you, if you know what I mean. Like he would have conversations, exactly what you said, with all kinds of people every single time and his wisdom the insight he gave the ability to speak truth and hope in their situation and not just that be able to heal them you know cast out demons all those things those those things wowed people and they were became followers of his product or his message or the kingdom and so a lot of times i always say you know learn to influence like jesus because that's what he did and exactly what you said he used conversations and there's so much, you know, like biblical application to what you're saying right there, because it's in, it's in our conversations where we really can show to the world, like really there is something different and that we have something of value that we contribute to them in whatever sector that you specialize in. Now, can you give us an example of, and I know you, you know, your, your, um, your business is all about biblical principles, but give us one example, um, just to make it plain, how you incorporate one biblical principle in your business. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of add on to what you just mentioned, I believe every convert, every, every opportunity you'll ever have exists on the other side of conversation, whether that's a conversation with God, in yeah. prayer, whether that's a conversation with someone else and that so becomes good. a sales conversation so or whether that's a conversation within yourself and you're convincing yourself to take action and to move forward. Every opportunity you'll ever have is on the other side of the conversation. One of the ways that we apply biblical principles within our company is, I, uh, so we have a, a year-long mastermind and it's open to everyone. It's, it's not exclusive to Christian entrepreneurs. Although I'm open and upfront about who I am and what my, my from all walks of life who are learning the sales process. And one of the things we do is number one, every single month we have a prayer and worship session. Mm -hmm. um, we do it on zoom and everyone can attend, whether you're a believer or not, we're going to be praying to Jesus Christ and we're going to be that. listening to worship music. And what has been awesome about this is it, it, it unites the believers. Um, but it also gives an opportunity to share the gospel in a very open way because people know what they're signing up for. Yes. We're not going to talk business in this prayer and worship session. So nobody's missing out on anything if they don't attend. Yeah. Um, we're not going to be coaching. It's really just prayer and worship and that's it. Um, and then another thing that we do is I pray for every single one of our clients every mm -hmm. single day. So we have a Slack channel. If you don't know what Slack is, it's a communication platform mm -hmm. and um, all of our clients who join that. And I go through every single name and I, I pray for Penny. I pray for Sarah. I pray okay. for um, Meg and I'm praying for every single one of them for their success, for their growth, for their clients, for their families, for their marriages, for their kids, for their school places and workplaces. I'm praying for every single one of them because I know that as they begin to experience success yes. through the things that we're training that they're able to say it was because of Sean and ultimately not because of me, but because of Christ through Sean yes. that they were able to see those types of results. And it's one way we can minister to each one of them. And then we do a five day challenge and uh, this five day challenge helps us teach for free 
some of our best sales training. We help people land a client in those five days. Mm -hmm. But before we do the challenge, I'm praying, God, bring me the believers and the non-believers. Let me shine so excitedly, so much energy, so much passion and love and compassion to every single person who shows up. So they not see me, but they see you. And I cannot tell you how many people have told me and messaged me, Sean, I started attending church again after the challenge. I Sean, I started praying and I started getting into my word again after I signed up for your, your, your mastermind. And I'm not preaching in a church, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, sometimes I'll preach in my, our, at our church, but mm-hmm. like I'm in a business challenge. So yeah. I pray, God, bring the people who will never attend a church service, yeah. but will attend a business challenge, yeah. bring them because yeah. I want them to see you through me. Yes. So good. I love, you're speaking my language right now. And I love every single thing that you said. Um, I, I just love that. Thank you for, for doing that. It's just, you know, for me, it's, it's nice to hear other individuals, especially, you know, in, in the field that you're in and, and that I'm in, you know, in the coaching space and the sales market, all that stuff to hear other, um, kingdom focused, you know, God minded individuals shining in their areas of their own audience. You know, I, I'm a true believer that every single person, one of us have our own audience, you know, and it's our, I, it's our, it's just our, um, we just need to ask for revelation on what, who our audience is and, and, and shine in that aspect. Um, so talk to us about your personal mantra. Like, what do you live by? Um, what, can you give us, I'm sure you have a lot, especially this word is filled with so many awesome wisdom nuggets, but what, pick one, what would you live by? What would you be your personal mantra? So, um, I'm going to share two real quick. Okay, no problem. <laughs> the first one is based off of conversations. It's live in conversation. Every single day, um, I have what's called a business meeting with God, where I say, God, who do you want me to show up to? So who do you good. Want me to reach out to? Who do you want me to be to other people today? Um, and he directs me to have conversations. Sometimes it's business conversations. Sometimes it's, Hey, you need to go talk to that person and ask for forgiveness. And it's personal, personal conversations like, Oh God. Okay. I'll go do that too. And so live in conversation living. If I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing today, um, which used to happen a lot when we first got started, I would say, okay, who can I go talk to? Let me go get in conversation. So live in conversation. The second one is the marketplace is a mission field. That's why I'm so evangelistic with what we do. It's God, bring me the most broken, the ones who are the most unloved. Bring me the people who have been hurt and rejected by the church. Bring me every single person that, uh, you know, is, is the taboo person. Cause I want to show them the love never experienced that I felt that I never experienced. I want to yeah. give them the hope that they don't even know exists and they may not even know they need. Let me show them that through this, you know, through what we do with our business. And so the marketplace is a mission field. So I'm a buy from every single person. I'm going to go reach out to every single person. I'm going to help every single person I can. Um, and then live in conversation, go get into as many conversations as you possibly can. I I hear this all the time, Sean, I haven't landed a client in a month. My very first question to them, how many people have you talked to this month? And they're like, well, no, but I went live once. And I was like, well, no wonder you don't have any clients. You haven't talked to anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. No, those are awesome. Like, great. I love that. Marketplace is mission and living conversation. Great, great, great stuff. Um, I'm sure our listeners, I, I hope you guys are taking notes because you should be. Um, um, tell us one thing that you did 
that you feel changed the growth trajectory of your business? Obviously, like this is the time when you're like, okay, I'm taking my, you just doing that one thing that changed, you know, just your, your, the level of your, the type of business that you have. Can you share with that? Yeah, so um, there's a couple of different things here um, that are all kind of associated with each other. So uh, number one, we chose to raise our prices. Um, I was charging about $200 a month for coaching. We now charge um, $5,000 um, a year or $60,000 a year, depending on who we're talking to. Yeah. Um, what that did was that started to attract the, the people who were in a place where they can invest and in a place where they can do the work. Um, yeah. So that's number one. Is is we raised our prices. Number two, we also changed and improved the transformation that's available through our offer. I don't work with someone for just three months um, as a coach. I don't work with someone for just six weeks. I work for them, with them for an entire year, and that's the only kind of commitment I require from my clients um, because I don't want to create short-term results where they get results for three months, and then on month four, they have no idea what to do. Yeah. I want to work with them for an entire year so they know what to do in year one and year five, and we yeah. can see a real um, – kind of if you chart it a real progress yeah. within that time frame um and then the third thing was um really being able to create a lot of our training um and and through the power of testing and what i mean by that is we have been meticulously focused on improving our our uh, signature program which is called clients with purpose our year-long mastermind for yeah. five years yeah five years uh, so for the last five years, we've been perfecting this program over and over and over. And so many people go from like, oh, this month I'm going to start a membership site. And then this month I'm going to start a podcast. And then this month I'm going to do coaching. And then this month I'll do done for you. And they don't choose just one thing and go all in on it. Um, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. If you focus on making one offer work over the next five to 10 years, I guarantee that program will be your, your million dollar program. Yeah. Um, you're just not giving it enough time to flourish. So for us, we have meticulously perfected the production, the training, the coaching, the process, the roadmap. Um, we have all the checklists that we put out, every resource and training that we have available, we have perfected it for the last five years. And so we know what we're selling actually works. It actually gets people results. We had, some, we had someone just yesterday say they landed a $30,000 client. We had somebody land a $200,000 corporate contract. Yeah. And then we have people all the time saying, hey, just landed a $1,200 client or $2,000 client. Yeah. Um, so any, you know, whether it's 2,000 or 200,000, these processes work because we've perfected it for so long. And we've really focused on making this the, a top-notch program. Yeah, specializing it and improving, continuous improvement for that with a particular thing. Absolutely, um, and and that's the kind, and that's and that's what I love about God. He's all pro progressive, right? You know, he the things that he did ten years ago isn't the same things he's doing. He's constantly moving, and the same thing we have to do as entrepreneurs is we have to evolve with time and use whatever skills. Um, creativity, technology, whatever it is that God allows us to use to continuously improve in our product offerings. Um, so tell us if people are interested in connecting with you, um, what would be the best way to um, hire you or just connect with you, be part of your mastermind group? I know you have a lot of stuff going on. Um, tell us how, what would be the best approach? 
Yeah. So number one, uh, if you want the free five day sales training, which is the one day, uh, one client away challenge, um, absolutely free. I go live every single morning during that week um, and literally show you what to do this week selling to client. All you have to do is go to clientschallenge.com. So clients is plural because we don't want you to just lend one. Yeah. One, nine, two, three, and four. Right. So clientschallenge.com. Uh-huh. Um, and then if you just want to connect, you're like, Sean, I love it. I want more content. I want more. more. I just want to connect with you. Um, I definitely recommend joining our free Facebook group, which is Christian Entrepreneurs Building Your Business with Purpose. Click join. Mention Edna in the questions we ask so we know. And uh, I'd love to connect with you there. Awesome. And I'll be putting some of his um, website information and contact information right here below. <laughs> um, and so can you pray for our listeners um, just briefly and just talk and just whatever comes to your heart. Um, and I know um, that we, they'll be very blessed. Yeah. Well, Father God, thank you so much for Edna first. I thank you, God, for her influence and her leadership as she is leading this community of, of listeners. I pray and I thank you, God, that as she continues to walk in her purpose, that you continue to give her favor and anointing, that you allow her to do the works that you've called her to do. You provide her the resources to do it and the connections and relationships. And I pray for all the listeners. I pray and I thank you, God, that as they listen to this podcast or maybe even re-listen to it because they had to write notes, I thank you, God, that you continue to, to share and uh, allow it to seed, not just in their mind, but in their heart so they can live it out. I thank you, God, that they're able to move in the marketplace in ways you've called them to, in ways they can't do it alone, and that as they connect with your will, your way, and your timing, that you give them the ability to have favor, have anointing, know who to talk to, know how to have these conversations, and be able to build a relationship with money where uh, where that money is just a tool. It's not, their, it's not their master. I thank you, God, that you've given them the ability to land paying clients. Um, you've given them the, the ability to prosper. You've given them the ability to get paid what their service is worth. Yes. So I thank you, God, that as they go into the marketplace, they'll find the right clients just for them. That's perfect for them, for their offer, for their personality and their type yes, of business. God. In Christ's name we say, amen. 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 Well, Sean, thank you so much just for just blessing us with your presence and your wisdom. And I am truly honored to be um, able to interview you. And I know our listeners are going to be um, just taking everything you've shared and, and applying it today. Because if you remember, faith without works is dead. Okay. So sometimes, a lot of times you can hear and listen, listen, but if you don't apply what you're learning there, it'll be pointless. So please do what you need to do. Contact Sean get more information, learn more, grow more and keep shining guys. That's what this podcast is all about. You know, it's about bringing light to the darkness. You know, it doesn't matter what's going on around us and you know, the marketplace and the government, whatever it is that's going on, stay focused on the truth that there's always hope. God is amazing and he is not defined by what's happening around you. You could still prosper in the middle of this chaos. And that's what God tends to do is he tends to show himself strong to those who believe his word and his promises. So God bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in and join us next time for another episode of the Esterpreneur podcast. Love you guys. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Estepreneur. Make sure to visit our website, favorandwealth.com, for more information on our services. 
While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Also, check out my book, The Ugly Side of Sales, available on Amazon, where I share seven of my secrets on how to win and grow business the right way. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.